the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. I am uh, so glad that I uh, am back from vacation and uh, ready to spend some time with good friends uh, and who are listening to the radio this morning and certainly here in the studio. Brother Rufus is here. How art thou, sir? Uh, <clears throat> fair to Midland. Fair to Midland, just like the cotton. Bill, uh, I was telling Dan coming in, I had to chainsaw my way out today. Oh, uh, did you have some big, trees down? In big that? limb was down, and I cranked up the old chainsaw and got him out of there. So I can still work a chainsaw. How about that? Good for uh, you. Did you put on your uh, leather chaps? I'm afraid I just did it uh, naked. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, uh, without chaps. I never had any chaps. Had some chapstick, <laughs> chap, chap think, think about it. Think about it. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> leather chaps for uh, chainsaws. And, brother, uh, we got a lot of brothers here. Uh, so, uh, Gerald Adams, who is uh, – I'm putting him in charge of the Centennial Campus grounds. Uh, I don't know who Maybe is. not I don't today know who if is. the wind blows much. Oh, okay. You'll let somebody else <laughs> be in charge. <laughs> and former uh, curator of the grounds at the governor's mansion and uh, all-around great guy and great gardener. Uh, and Dan Stern, who's uh, director of horticulture at the gorgeous Botanical Gardens in Chapel Hill. Dan, I appreciate you coming and joining us, especially with the weather the way it is Yeah, this pleasure, Mike. Always great to be here with you guys. A little, uh, little light rain and, and some pretty good wind gusts. <coughs> I know that Durham, has, uh, of the Triangle area, has the most power outages, about 7,000. And, the, of course, uh, most of the outages are on the coast of North Carolina as Ophelia makes its way up the co- coast. I understand that in Wrightsville, the sun is, uh, I mean, it's cloudy, but the sun is shining, and there are some blue sky down there as it I don't know how fast it's moving up. Whereas the Outer Banks, I think they, they, uh, and, and and the Emerald Isle where it made landfall this morning is still kind of gusty. The winds are are very choppy. I'm I'm looking at a shot of the ocean right now, and it, uh, boy, I'll tell you, if you're brave enough mm. to be a surfer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of course, you know the waves aren't that high, but there there's certainly a lot of them. I noticed riding across Jordan Lake yesterday that uh, they had waves. (laughs) Whipped up. (laughs) They sure did. 
So, uh, Dan, y'all, y'all got uh, some great stuff coming up. You always do, but uh, what, what's going on? Yeah, well, thanks. We do have a lot of good stuff going on at the Botanical Garden. Uh, this is a North Carolina Botanical Garden over in Chapel Hill. Uh, coming up real quick, we've got our fall plant sale. That's next Saturday, September 30th from 9 to 1. A lot of different um, varieties of native uh, perennials and trees and shrubs and flowering vines. A lot of great stuff um, to pick from and a lot of great staff to talk with to help you figure out what kind of native plants are going to grow best in your yard. Uh, We've also got our annual Sculpture in the Garden show up right now. Uh, we've got, I think it's over almost 60 pieces of sculpture out in the garden. Hmm. Um, and they're going to be out there uh, for about three months. So it's a fantastic time to get over, whether you can make it for the plant sale or come later in the fall. Uh, these are mostly North Carolina artists. They work in all different kinds of media. It's a fantastic show. I, if you haven't seen that, <clears throat> it is just so interesting. It, it, you can't, it takes a couple hours. It's so fantastic to, to see it. And by the way, about about 20 years ago, I picked up some, I, I call them swamp daisies. They're still there all over the place. <laughs> okay. They're, They're big, tall, yellow ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like them, but they do spread. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, I, <clears throat> uh, you know, they, the, the clumps get bigger and bigger. Well, what I've learned to do is sort of whack them off <laughs> uh, to get them from growing so All tall. the way to the ground? No. Uh, just about a third down so that when they get up over – 10 feet, they won't totally fall over. All right. Where do you have those planted on on your property? Back in, in that, what I call the the back serpentine garden in the back. Oh, okay. And they're they're a wonderful fall thing. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, what we do you don't think swamp about daisy. I, I call them a swamp daisy. What? what? Yeah, swamp sunflower. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's we do the same thing with them in most of our garden spaces is like, you know, cut them back, um, you know, about midsummer, and then they right. start to branch out, and they don't get so floppy and and lanky. Same thing with the Mexican sunflower. Though. Yeah, I was thinking because you you have those yeah. too, which which can be some people don't like them, but I, I think they're very well, pretty. They, the trouble is they're they're sort of shallow rooted, as you know, and they get so top heavy they will fall over. But it's yeah. the funniest thing, if you've got at least one little root touching the ground, they will still bloom. <laughs> but it's it's a I think it's pretty. Do y'all have any swamp daisies uh, on the Centennial campus? We we've got a few places with swamp sunflower, but not not a lot. Yeah, we probably should have some more in well, some of the oh. natural areas. Native plants—that's what the botanical gardens is all about. Yeah, definitely. and we should plant more. Of yeah, the the, you know, they, it's bringing wildlife into your home. Uh, you know, it's uh, putting your putting your landscape to work. Uh, you know, being part of the ecosystem so that they can make great additions. And they're beautiful. It really is like a sense. It's what's special about North Carolina, you know, what's special mm-hmm. about the southeastern U.S. So we're going to have a great selection uh, available next weekend, um, Saturday, 9 to 1. And, you know, my team is going to be out on the sales floor trying to help people figure out what's going to work best for their yards. Um, you know, everything from uh, flowering perennials to ferns. Um, we've got some grasses and sedges. Ornamental grasses are looking really great this time of year. Um, so just a lot of really great stuff to pick from. Yeah. Well, Rufus has his own botanical gardens. Uh, I'm uh, always amazed when I go out there, including a bog. But you don't go down into the bog to plant anything. No, that's uh, there's spooks down in there. (laughs) There are old uh, political enemies that are in that bog. (laughs) You can hear them calling. Have two groundhogs now, a fox, uh, plenty of rabbits, and something that makes a weird noise. And so I, 
That's the politician. <laughs> I, I found out what was there about uh, 50 years ago. Uh, there was a pond there. And so that's that has helped me solve the mystery of why does it go way down mm. and uh, wisteria has reigned over the years and took all the taken all the trees down. You've had to see a psychiatrist about that, uh, haven't I, you? I'll tell you what, my yeah. whole life has been wrapped around wisteria. <laughs> I call it hysteria. <laughs> I hate the stuff. Yeah. Well, it is, you know, it can be really pretty in the spring. You got to admit, but it can be terrible with trees. Oh, definitely. Do you all have that problem anywhere on the? We are battling it in some of the natural areas that we take care of. Um, You know, and we're right in the midst of a a renovation of this historic structure up at the Cook Arboretum on Main Campus at UNC. Oh man, love that thing. Yeah, so that's that's a part of the botanical garden, and we're in the midst of a big renovation there, where we're rebuilding a three hundred foot. wooden covered walkway vine covered walkway it's covered with uh, a variety of native vines now originally it was all wisteria but back we got when i was of, there right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but uh we uh we got rid of all that uh invasive wisteria uh, about 25 years ago uh, and a lot of what we replanted that with is a native wisteria, wisteria frutescens, uh, and that's much more um well, well behaved <laughs> well, i don't even trust it because it's got the name right <laughs> <laughs> but I walked that thing for four years. I remember going over there on occasion, and they, my roommates thought I was a little bit wacky. I would get floor arrangements and take back uh, to the room. I don't think that was exactly proper, but <clears throat> man, did I have some nice floor arrangements from that arboretum. Yeah, well, you know, an, <laughs> another thing that's happening up there right now, Rufus, that you probably remember, and maybe, Gerald, you do as well, the uh, spider lilies. Um, oh, yeah. There are, like, probably 10,000 10, of oh, them boy, in the them. Arboretum. And it feels to me like they're a little later this year than they typically are. Usually that's kind yeah. of first or second week of September. But um, they're, they're just hitting their peak now, um, mm-hmm. and it is such a delicate, um, beautiful red flower um, and they'll be blooming for the next, you know, week or uh, week and a half. So I'd encourage people to get up to the Coke Arboretum. That's right behind the Moorhead Planetarium in downtown Chapel Hill. Um, a fantastic garden. Um, and this is like really a, a, a showstopper. It, yeah, the spider lilies are the things that you plant and forget about. And all of a sudden, here they come. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and they also, they call them hurricane lilies, right? Because well, now they, they go into flower and they start popping up right at the peak of hurricanes. Well, I think Mike calls them naked ladies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, but, that's what I was talking about. I, I, I have. I looked out there yesterday, and I have four or five yellow ones. Hmm. Oh, I think I have seen some different, um, you know, different cultivar selections yeah. that have different like variations on the um, flower color or flower size. Yeah, yeah, that's they, cool. They're a little bit larger than the really bright, bright red, but it was right. Quite a surprise to see these uh, yellow ones. So I, I, I'm, you can get them. You're not going to get uh, any bulbs at a regular store, but what, what's the uh, place down east that has Ter- the – Terracia Farms. Yeah. Terracia, yeah. That's, that's where I order mine. Mm-hmm. Terracia Farms, yes. So they're not widely available. Well, they're I, so popular. I don't, I don't no, find them in, in any, any shop. Not as widely available. I mean, you don't tend to see them at the box stores and places like that. Huh. Uh, Brent and Becky's probably has them in Virginia, and I know Terracia does. Huh. So the local garden centers wouldn't have have any? 
Never seen any. <clears throat> How about that? We've done uh, uh, we've done some sort of special pop up sales with um, ones that we've harvested from the arboretum because they just you know they don't they spread they multiply vegetatively so those bulbs will put up new shoots yeah uh, it's not something that comes true from seed but um, we you know we do divisions and when we're doing transplants and renovations we'll pull them up and clean them up and then sell them at our plant sale usually that's something that we do in May um, because the plants are going dormant then mm-hmm. uh, and that's the best time to sort of get them established so you know. If folks are interested um come see us over at the north carolina botanical yeah. garden next well, i'll be watching uh, for that spring. in may yeah I, I want i want all i can get well the the uh, i think you can go to the botanical gardens most anytime and, and buy they usually have some plants out there for sale don't you yeah thanks mike we do we have a daily plant sale it's <clears> open <throat> from march usually through thanksgiving yeah. uh and it's sort of a rotating inventory <clears throat> whatever's in you know flower of interest in that particular time of year so it could be anywhere from you know 20 species to 100 species depending on what time of year it is um, but again it's a cross it cuts across you know all the different groups we've got trees and shrubs and flowering perennials and uh, ferns and carnivorous plants because that's such a you know hot topic in North Carolina. So we got the pitcher plants and the Venus flytraps. Um, so yeah, uh, we're open every day of the week except for Mondays, um, and the plant sales open about nine months out of the year. Is uh, right. isn't it illegal to harvest a Venus flytrap in the, the wild? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Really illegal. And you haven't <laughs> you haven't tried that, have you? No, uh, okay. absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> And there's one not. thing I can't get to, to grow at the place, lady slippers. I cannot get them to come back. That's what I call lady slippers up in the mountains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And any luck with those? Uh, we've had them um, from time to time in our collections, um, but it's something that we have a hard time like keeping long term. Yep. Yeah, I think it's a relationship between, you know, the uh, – the fungi that live in the soil and sometimes you get those partnerships that happen in the wild it's really hard to replicate them in a garden setting but they seem they seem to grow uh a lot better in the cooler climates Mm -hmm. and i know on our farm where we used to run into them it always seemed to be somewhere that had a lot more leaf debris or even some pine straw debris with it uh-huh. almost yeah. which made me and when you went to try to dig them up and move them or plant them somewhere it was almost i'm not going to say soilless but it was super dry mm. where where they were at mm. anywhere mm. and not a lot of actual soil that they would be growing in like where the leaf debris had broken down uh but we we had four or five places on our farm where you could find them on a pretty regular basis but every time i ever moved one so my mama wanted them around the house yeah and that never it never right, worked right. yeah you're listening to the weekend gardener on wptf at 821-919-860-9783 919-860-wptf uh tropical storm ophelia made landfall around emerald isle about 6:20 this morning and it looks like it's moving pretty quickly at this point it looks it looks to me like it's moving more west than north <laughs> right right now to me uh, just watching the map but uh, the, the way it looks like it's coming inland and then it's supposed to go off uh, to the northeast so I don't know I don't know what uh, they, they aren't always cooperative. 
but right now it, it uh, we have some power outages in the Triangle area. I think the most are in Durham for some reason, but uh, it, it, there are wind gusts out there and some rain. Uh, we had uh, had rain starting yesterday from this system, but uh, I think the uh, the Rocky Mount Goldsboro area, this that strip there from south to north, will be getting most of the rain, two to four inches, and probably the triangle uh, an inch, inch and a half is what they're projecting right now. And uh, gosh, some areas of the coast could get up to six inches with uh, that system. Wrightsville Beach, for instance, the southern beaches, I think uh, they're seeing um, less precipitation, if any, right now. In fact, I've heard reports of uh, sunshine at uh, some of the beaches like Wrightsville, whereas the Outer Banks and uh, the Moorhead City area uh, out in there, I think, Dan, you said your sister had lost power yep. uh, on the coast, and uh, a lot of people probably have there. And uh, there are spotty outages here and there, most most on the coast. And it's projected to, to move out by this evening, I suppose. Uh, we won't uh, see any, anything else from it. So hopefully it's moving quickly, and we'll keep you updated uh, throughout the day here on WPTF. There are some things like the mule days that uh, – I understand have been canceled. Rufus uh, Rufus is participating in something today. <laughs> well, uh, pumpkin got, chunking, I we think. We have the charity and, uh, pumpkin patch annual thing down at Shotwell. Yeah. And uh, from 9 to 1 today, I'll leave here and go down. And here it says free barbecue lunch. And it says first come, first served. Are it they going to save you some? And it says rain or shine. That's <laughs> how people in Shotwell. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's up there that's, toward that's your neck of the woods. My neck of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. This is at the uh, we we call it the recycling plant out there, uh-huh. and it's uh, uh, a friend of mine has the concession not concession, but it, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> he has a he has a barbecue concession <laughs> on the side. It's a construction and debris C and D plant, so it doesn't stink. Mm-hmm. So you can come on out there, all right. Bring your family <laughs> and see if you can weather it. I think recycling, and, and, recycling and barbecue, those two words yeah, should yeah. probably stay <laughs> yeah, I can recycle some barbecue right now, as a matter of fact. I I, I wonder who's catering it now. That, that will be of interest. Are you particular about that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you can well, I, and, I have my preferences. I'm, I'm a Wilbur's man. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I, I still uh, – one of our dear friends uh, brought me some Wilbur the other day. Uh, wow. Who listens to the show? Good for him. And I, uh, Southern Living had some barbecue places in America listed, and we made the the in the top ten. North Carolina had three of them. Of course, one of them was Bees, Bees in Greenville, uh, Skylight Inn, Skylight Inn. Now the Skylight yeah. Inn has some kin in in Raleigh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's called Sam Jones Barbecue down there in my neck of the woods. Uh-huh. They had listed in Shelby. Uh, what is the one in Shelby, Gerald? Uh, I don't do Western North Carolina barbecue, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Her, that. Well, let me take that back. Hershey's the only one I know. But it's you, not my preference. Now, Lexington barbecue, you yeah, will do Lexington, that. Yeah, Lexington, yeah. Yeah. So, so they had they, they had uh, four of them. The the one in Shelby, they had Lexington barbecue number so-and-so, Bees and Skylight Inn. Well, Parker should have been in there. I like Parker. Yeah, Parker should have been. Allen and Son? Allen and Son, yeah. They got my heart. Oh yeah, they got yeah, my heart. Chapel Hill. Yeah. Well, they they went down. 
Uh, they had two locations. I think the one that's down in Bynum is still running. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Allen's son was tremendous. Yeah. See, that's getting close to the fall line. Chapel <laughs> yes. Hill, Carborough. Yes. Once you get west of there, it can start the to get starts running. It's, yeah. it's dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, it's not Jerry, really catch say that, but when I was running for governor, yeah. we, we know what happened to me. Do we, want, do we want to bring this back up? Well, I hate to do it, but it's, it's in all the barbecue books. I got up one night. Uh, it was the North Carolina Recreation Association at NC State Faculty Club. And somebody said, you've been getting enough barbecue to eat? And I said, yeah, I've eaten so much, I'm sick and tired of it. And I hope I never see another drop as long as I live. Oh, Lord. I, <laughs> I, I could have said I hate my mama. You paid for that. I hate uh, cherry cobbler. <laughs> Next day, NNO said Rufus Edmiston the tax barbecue. My friend Wilbur Shirley called me and said, I'm through with you. <laughs> and I, I said, I have made the most gross mistake in my life. And I held a press conference, and I said, look, it, it's obvious that the devil made me say that. <laughs> and I, I have taken supreme action. I've gone to an exorcist to have myself exercised of my demonic notions about barbecue. I said, I'm back on it now <laughs> I think at least you, twice a day. Right. <laughs> Folks, he needs to do this once in a while. <laughs> uh, it just—it's part of the process, right? Yeah. And to pick up it's any cathartic, as they as pick, they say. Yeah, pick up any barbecue book in North Carolina. Go to the index. Look up Rufus Edmondson. It Rufus Edmondson so. messes up. That's <laughs> what it says in the end. Rufus Edmondson attacked barbecue, and guess what? He didn't, he didn't become governor. The great gaffe. <laughs> so, Gerald, you can talk about west of the fall line. Yeah, and all those sort of things, but but be careful. Uh, we got listeners that okay, right? <clears throat> Greensboro mm-hmm. and so forth. I, you know, yeah, I'm sure that they're very you got Stamies and uh, Stamies around around Greensboro. Sure, I mean it's a yeah. Stamies near the Greensboro Coliseum. Yeah, even in North now, Carolina, I didn't say I didn't eat there. Okay, I just did. Well, you you gave the implication it's not fitting to eat. <laughs> no, I didn't say it's not fitting to eat. It's, I prefer Eastern. Okay. You're, you're on the witness stand. Yeah. Now we got yes. we got to get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cross-examine. But, but see, my, mine was a blanket barbecue thing, and even you, you oh, don't geez. don't even, and even if you if you're going to be in politics, don't even talk about one kind of barbecue over the the next in North Carolina. Just you love barbecue. Now it's okay to say you hate that stuff in Texas. I had rather eat. I don't know. We got a lot of Texans here. We no signs. I'd rather and eat South, barbecue in South Carolina. You yeah. Can know that oh, that ain't fitting. <laughs> I'd rather eat uh, cardboard than that Texas stuff. Good gracious. We just lost our Texas listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I see Texas license plates all over the place. Oh, here. my. But now they're going to go back. We're this, this day and time, somebody's just liable to shoot me. Just no. no. Pull up beside you and say, hey, look, I heard what you said about Texas barbecue. Bam! <laughs> That's a little too close to home. That's right. Let's not talk it about that. It certainly is. 919-860-9797. wptf We'll uh, talk more gardening. Talk with uh, Steve and Garner coming up here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here. Uh, Gerald Adams is with us from the Centennial Campus in Raleigh. Dan Stern is the uh, Director of Horticulture at uh, the Botanical Gardens at UNC Chapel Hill. And Brother Rufus, everybody knows him and what he's all about. We'll be back. That's sad. (laughs) 
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 837. <laughs> Mike Rayleigh here with... The uh, things you learn. Right <laughs> off the air. <laughs> Rufus talking about where he lived when he was a student at... Uh, Carolina at, at one time was that a country store? Or the did they have electricity back then well, in the houses? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling him I lived in the manufactured housing unit, which is what they uh, it's sort of the the name now for a double wide trailer. Uh-huh. My roommate who was from up in Try, North Carolina. Oh, and there was a country store then named Taps T A P P S. They had nabs, didn't they? Oh, they had plenty of nabs. Hoop cheese. <laughs> And believe it or not, I got back to my roots there because they had the Tap Brothers up there owned a dairy farm. And for a while, I got out of out of pocket money and went up there and milked cows for a while. Did you? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, while I was at Chapel Hill. I, mm. I would. Uh, you worked in the cafeteria. Which cafeteria? Uh, Lenore Hall. Lenore. Oh, okay. Lord have yeah. mercy. Lenoir. Yeah. <laughs> did, Lenoir? You wear, did you wear an apron? Yeah. Uh, did you wear some kind of apron? Uh, yes, we did. Hair Yeah. Net? Yeah. Wear, yeah, did you wear a hairnet? They didn't make us do it then. <laughs> well, that was a, we called it slop hall. Uh, the lar- probably the largest dining hall in America. How about that? And I worked at the Carolina Inn cafeteria for a while. Oh, people, very nice. People don't think they had a cafeteria over there, but they did in about 1960. Hmm. I didn't remember and that. I never. I wanted always to graduate up to be in, in the restaurant there. Where they dressed, where those waiters dressed up in fine little things and had bow ties on. Uh-huh. I never got to that level. Never. <laughs> Isn't that an amazing? Future Career. Attorney General, Secretary of State, they wouldn't give him a bow tie. No. God, I was looking forward to those tips. Yeah. Do y'all are y'all listening at the Carolina Inn? <laughs> right. It's not a great legacy. Who's sorry? You're, now? Not, you're not giving Rufus. A you bow might tie. can still get I'm him one now? night a week. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah. uh, Poor Steve has been waiting here a few minutes. And are you out at the garden hut, Steve? Hello? Hello, Steve. Hey. Are you at the garden hut? We're at the garden hut. Wonderful. What a great place to be. Give us a a weather forecast. Sir? Give us a weather forecast. How's it doing out there? It's still raining down here. Okay. Made a few quick. We have uh, about 40 daylilies. Uh, bare root and ready to sell. They're five dollars a piece. And uh, if anybody wants to come out in this storm, we'll give them a bonus plant to take home with them too. Oh, yeah, uh, it's windy. I mean, it's I haven't, uh, I didn't have any problems yeah. driving in. I have, uh, Run over two or three limbs, decent size. But that was well, it. we're we picked this a month ago, and it just uh, you know you never know what the weather's going to no, do. No, you really don't. But uh, we're down here trying to give it a go, and Nelsa was really nice to let us set up. So, and we're under the front porch, mm-hmm. in front of the store. Okay, that's well. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, Steve. Uh, I guess you've answered the question. No, it's not too late to divide your daylilies, nor your irises. No, it's not. Um, matter of fact, I've been digging up and dividing all summer. As long as you can keep the uh, root ball moist um, and you um, 
you know, you plant them back properly. I've had very vigorous growing uh, replants. So, yeah, I mean, daylilies are very uh, hardy and they, they're they doing well. Uh, matter of fact, my garden is the best it's ever been. Uh, it's almost like a lush jungle out there. Well, I've often called daylilies the workhorses of the plant world. Plant them on ditches, plant them on the side of the hill to keep erosion from occurring. Uh, yep, and then state uses them for that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, there's yeah, very sweeps of the. Yeah, they're they're all over the the you know the major highways. For erosion the, control. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. forty and and so, so many 85. different varieties. Mm-hmm. Well, Highway sixty four's got a couple of sweeps and um, forty, and I I haven't been down ninety five, so I don't know if they have them. I know they have them on 40. And then they've got that rest stop just before Benson that they grow them. And the, they have a great big field of uh, plants that they use, I guess, in the in their uh, planting scheme. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a great addition to uh, the landscape, particularly anyway, in the spring. Like I said, if anybody wants to come out in this weather... We'll give them a bonus plant to take home with them along with uh, whatever they purchase. So, Well, Dan, I, since we've got Steve on there, I'll tell you about a little wonderful thing happened to me one time. We were at North Hills where they were having a daily show, and Steve was in charge of it, and Mike had arranged for us to go there. And I brought a, a daylily that my mother had cultivated for years. It was Crabtree Valley. Uh, Crabtree, Crabtree Valley. Valley. Sorry. Okay. Crabtree Valley. <laughs> and I brought it for Steve to identify. And Steve said, well, let's enter this thing in the in the contest. Well, uh, I I left and got, got home. And about, uh, about 3 o'clock, Mike Rayleigh called and said, you won. Whoa. <laughs> you won. Yeah, because we I went said, back out there. I said, won what? <laughs> he said, you got a blue ribbon for that yeah. daylily. Well, Steve was responsible. Uh, you didn't cheat for me, did you, Steve? No, 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 no. No, he wouldn't do that. It is a, it is a, it is a blind judging. So, yeah, we're... we're well, I, I was so proud of that. Uh, was, There's no corruption in the daylily society. Well, I, I have that, that ribbon <laughs> in a very prominent place yeah, in my office. That's right. He does. And I really appreciate that thank you card you sent us. Well, yeah. Well, that was, that was very that was very kind of you. Yeah. That's framework. Well, I, I was thanking Steve and, and Mary for the, the daylily they brought me the other day. Yeah. When we were on site somewhere. Yeah. And we I, have that posted in a very prominent place too. <laughs> sounds like Steve. It sounds like we should have you over to visit the Coca Arboretum. You know that garden's a uh, hundred and twenty years old and uh, got a great variety of daylilies in it. Unfortunately, you know over the century plus, we've lost some record keeping on what some of those varieties oh. are. So it'd be great to have some yeah, help. Yeah, have somebody from those. the yeah. from the uh, daylily society. That'd be great. Steve. Sure, just yeah. Uh, uh, let me give Jason my phone number off the air. You can call me, and we'll make an arrangement. That would be great. Excellent. Appreciate that. All right. Jason, you take down Steve's uh, phone number when he finishes. So y'all are at the uh, the Garden Hut in Fuqua Arena on We're Old Honeycutt Road. Hut. And how long are y'all going to be there? Uh, hang on. Let me find out. <laughs> Richard, how long are we going to be here? Till 12. Till 12? We're going to let it go this time. <laughs> We're going to be here from now until 12, and we're ready to sell. 
All right. Wonderful. Great, Steve. Thank you. And we'll we'll talk. You call us uh, some more this this morning. Right. And, and we'll, this we'll, is our fundraiser, so all right. please come out and be uh, generous. All right. And I expect weather reports. I expect detailed weather reports from you, too, when we call you. I'll, I'll call you back next hour. All right, buddy. Thank you. I'll give you a report. Thanks. Huh? Bye. All right. That's our uh, Day Lily Steve there with our uh, another one of our characters we have characters on this show and uh, i thought joe, i was the only one <laughs> no joe the bouncer we got joe the bouncer i hope he's listening right. this morning big john big john yeah <laughs> so uh yeah give us a call at 919-860-9783 919-860-wptf gerald what do you got what do you got going on you mentioned to me uh i i uh just bribed Gerald into coming to join us in October uh, for one of our remotes in Johnston County, partly because uh, you know it's a great nursery there that um, that you'll be able to uh, to visit. But also, uh, barbecue is involved in the situation there. A handpicked nursery not far from there is, is Stevenson's, Stevenson's barbecue. barbecue. They have been in business forever. Mm-hmm and fifties uh, so i'm i'm taking rufus and and gerald to see how easy i bribe <laughs> really didn't have to bribe you but uh, i said golly is it really near stevenson's barbecue that's that's uh that. minor from heaven yes it is <laughs> you've never been there you should make the trip yeah no fancy no frills but fabulous barbecue fabulous who needs the fancy just just uh some plates i don't want to I don't want to eat with my hands either. So well, they'll they give got you, that. They'll they give you utensils. <laughs> well, if you get a barbecue sandwich, you don't need that. That's right. I'll eat with my hands there. With, well, with they that. got some good slaw now. Got to have good slaw. Slaw is important. And they have flake ice. Okay. Oh, and they'll bring my. out a bowl of it for you to keep <clears throat> dipping th- it into your drink. I think uh-huh. Melissa went in and got some tea. I and mean, she got a barbecue sandwich, too. And uh, she did yeah. really good. So, yeah, it is good. I've I've eaten there and... and so we, we look forward to coming down there to Handpick Nursery uh, near McGee's Crossroads, Benson. Uh, has a Benson address uh, on uh, October 14th, and then we'll carry the caravan to, to uh, Stevenson's Barbecue. So, uh, Brother Herb is with us. Herb, how are you, sir? <clears throat> you went, boy, this is a UNC day. We got all UNC graduates in here except for me. And now Herb, who... Uh, has uh, taught classes there uh, over the years, uh, retired now. Herb, are you back from Egypt? I am, sir. I am back. Wow. I, that was a great photo of you. I showed it to several people, especially people who listen to the show, who uh, have heard Herb call, and I showed them that they know what you look like now. Yes, yes. Good morning, all. Mike, uh, it seems like a lot of talk about eating. And since you've got some Tar Heels there, uh, I wonder if any of them ever ate at the Pine Room or the Pie Wacket or any of those other places. The Pine Room was wonderful, Herb. I After eat. having having to clean tables up upstairs, uh, a Pine Room was like going to the Monte Cristo. <laughs> Herb, Is that the Carolina I, Inn. No, Pine Room was down below. Oh, okay. Hmm. Herb, I, I worked at the at Pie Wacket for about five years back in the early nineties. Wow. 
as did several of my current colleagues at the North Carolina Botanical Garden over in Chapel Hill. There was what? a time when we were, you know, uh, filled out everything from uh, host to um, busing to washing dishes. That's yours truly at the Pie Whack Up. Uh, it wasn't quite there when I was there in 59 63, but the Pine Room sure was. Yeah. An oasis. Oh, yeah. Rufus, I had something when I was in Egypt. I was in the uh, market, uh, and I went to the spice market. And while I was there, believe it or not, uh, I bought a bag of hibiscus uh, leaves for making tea. And when I got back home, I said, why did I buy hibiscus leaves for tea when I've got a yard full of them? (laughs) (laughs) I went out back, and I started harvesting uh, hibiscus uh, leaves, flowers, flowers, I'm sorry, flowers. Uh, mm. But brings me to another question. Are yeah. any of you familiar with the tree of heaven? Yes, yes. unfortunately. Yeah, un- I agree, <laughs> Gerald, unfortunately. I thought there was nothing that could compete with Rose of Sharon. But I went out uh, when I got back. When I, oh, two things. When I, got, when I got outside today, I noticed that there were seed pods all over the place. And I've been trying to figure out what tree is this, what tree is this, and now I'm pretty certain it's the uh, the uh, tree of heaven. I think it's a pest. Most definitely. <laughs> uh Yeah, it's a more serious invader, sort of in the uh, sort of like in lowlands down near the creeks and streams in the area. But yeah, it's a serious uh, it's a serious pest. And ironically, we've got a new bug in town, the spotted lanternfly, that's uh, again kind of like popped up from another part of the world. Uh, And Tree of Heaven is by far its preferred host. So you kind of got one invasive. Uh, one invasive insect, you know, uh, may, maybe raining in an invasive plant. But the maybe, spotted... maybe you better tell me what they look like so I'll know if one comes along. What's what's the tree of heaven look like? Blooms? Uh... Uh, the um, the seed pods, which Herb's talking about right now, look a little bit like, um, they kind of remind me of like ash seeds and the way that they hang from uh, mm-hmm. from the trees. They take on kind of like a grayish um, coloration as the, uh, you know, as the fall comes on, um, they've got a smooth bark, um, and grow super fast. Yeah. You know, you can have a a three foot sapling now and it'll be 15 foot tall in a year. (laughs) Oh my, oh my. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Have a bloom on them. Yeah. Um, not how I'd best describe what that flower looks like. Um, to me, the seeds are way more, you know, conspicuous and yes. showy right. than the flower is. It's almost like um, uh, maybe it looks uh, the foliage looks a little bit like um, some of our sumacs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. And the flowers are, you know, similar. Uh, a lot of people mistake those. Um, and our native sumacs, you know, they're um, they're tough plants, um, nice plants to have around. But that tree of heaven, that's a serious um, pest. It's a major problem in uh, the northeast and the mid-Atlantic, um, but we're starting to see it pop up, you know, around here, too. Well, now, you're not trying to equate that to the Rose of Sharon, are you? No, no, no. I, I didn't mean, say that. Don't, don't, don't tear down my Rose of Sharon. That, that, that's my, my lifeblood. <laughs> he sells them at a roadside stand, right? <clears throat> so, Herb, what were you going to say? I was going to tell Rufus to get out there in the backyard and start harvesting those Rose of Sharon flowers. 
Well, you had a chainsaw out this morning, so I guess you yeah. could uh, <clears throat> you could do an expedition today for those. Yeah. So it's not it's not the leaves, huh, Herb? It's the flower. It's the flowers, right? It's the flower in the seed pot. Okay. All right. Oh, pretty expensive over there too. But anyway, y'all have a great weekend. Take care, Herb. Thank you very much. Always, we enjoy call, uh, having you call, sir. That's uh, Herb from Durham, just back from Egypt. He uh, sent sent us a picture with the Sphinx. In the background. Right. Yeah. Have you been to Egypt? Yes, I have. I have not. Uh, now, what was the purpose of your I was over there with there? the uh, National Association of Attorneys General. Boy, y'all went everywhere. Yeah, we, we, we took a side trip from Israel over to Egypt. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's a good nonpartisan thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, sir. Sort of dangerous at the time, but. What year was that? Uh, that was in the uh, 80s, mid-80s. Mm. Yeah, yeah, quite an area. Uh, and I recall too on the Golden Heights. People have heard of that term if you visited Israel. Uh, we all got to plant a tree, and I've often wondered whatever happened to my tree. Right? Is it still there? Did it grow big? I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't. I didn't make it to the Golden Heights. I was near, yeah. near. I could hear Israeli you, jets if you went flying, to the Golden Heights, you, you flying hear, that way. You would hear things because you could boom, see boom. that's where uh, uh, Syria is on the other side. There, that's right. Yeah, so, but at any rate, uh, we'll we'll take a break and we'll be back with uh, more of the weather. the The storm Ophelia looks like it's moving. Uh, we we are certainly uh, dealing with the outer bands of it, and uh, the rain probably get heavier before it gets lighter as the storm moves uh, west northwest right now and will i kind of make its way up toward rocky mount and the center of it that is and then move off to more to the northeast it's like it'll go over richmond and so forth uh williamsburg area so uh it'll it'll be out of here uh late afternoon early evening i suppose but we'll have to endure some more rain uh probably an inch and a half in this area some power outages i know there are power outages in the triangle area most are down east however especially on the coast uh, the rightful beach area uh, appeared uh, you know an hour or two ago to have some sunshine whereas the outer banks uh, boy it was really really uh, rainy and windy and and choppy there and of course uh, the uh, emerald isle where it made landfall uh, this morning about 6:20 uh, the seas are still high out uh, all along the coast of north carolina uh, rip currents uh, certainly don't go swimming uh, there are surfers i know down at uh, the carolina beach uh, ocean uh, not ocean isle but uh, rightsful beach but uh, on the what i saw on on television was uh, it, it didn't didn't look like in the reports we hear it uh, yeah, there were no surfers at, at Nag's Head, <laughs> where it's always rough. Uh, but uh, beautiful area. I haven't heard of Highway 12 having water on it, uh, the dunes. Yet. Uh, yet. <laughs> but uh, that's that's always an issue, and they've just gotten mm. uh, you know they've just gotten that straightened out from uh, to some extent, so people can get through there from the last storm that that came near us. But uh, we'll uh, talk to. If, folks at the National Weather Service uh, around 9.30 this morning and uh, check out, uh, let, let the experts tell you more about what's happening here on WPTF, uh, the Weekend Gardener, more straight ahead.